0: Welcome to Panther Pori, the podcast where we're supposed to talk Panthers hockey, but sometimes we don't. Presented by Florida Hockey Now. Here are your hosts, Jacob Langsam, Alex Lopez, and TJ Peterson. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Panther Pori, a Florida Hockey Now podcast. I am your host, Jacob Langsam. Here with me as always are my co-hosts, Alex Lopez and TJ Peterson. Uh, and it has been kind of a weird week in Florida Panthers hockey. Uh, one really obnoxious and annoying loss. Uh, one almost loss that was that started out extremely dominant, uh, and one win that I was expecting from the very start. I also have to say, and maybe maybe this is best saved for later on in the episode, but I I think it's extremely likely that Sam Reinhart space jammed Carter Verhage.
1: <laughs> i i i would agree with that if sam reinhardt wasn't an extremely good hockey player in his own right he was just snake bitten the first half of last season when it came to the puck going into the net and then this year he is getting that shooting luck um uh, but yeah carter verhage has had a really strange start to the season
2: so what's he got now four goals I mean, we're talking about the guy that had the overtime winner on Monday.
0: That's true.
1: Yeah, he he sure did. He hasn't been bad. It's just last year he had 40 something goals. And this year it just doesn't seem like that's going to happen again. Sure does. But it's also early. It's also he's, early. he's
0: only on pace for 27 goals this year. Again, it's early. <laughs> Reinhardt on the flip side is on pace for sixty-one.
1: Yeah, I say he does it. He's he is going to get so paid. <laughs> He's going to make so much fucking money, dude. Um, do we want to recap the three games at all, or do we just kind of want to like storyline it? it like, yeah, storyline it. Okay, so let's leave it at that. Let's
0: um, let's
2: uh let's start the story with this because I was at the
0: game in Chicago. You sure were. And, man, not a fun game to be at. Yeah, hell of a game to travel for, TJ. In fact, I think it was your fault.
2: It, it, it probably was, given that that's the only game I've actually been to so far this year.
0: And it's the only game they've lost all season.
2: Yeah, that's right. They haven't lost so any other games. So it's your fault. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. There's there's a clear corollary here. Um, But, I mean, it's not only the fact that they lost. I mean, if they had... I guess that the stats will suggest this, but if they had been out playing Chicago from minute one to minute 59 and just, uh, Mrazek stole the game or, you know, Bob tripped on his pads and that led to the game winning goal would have been a different story from what actually happened. They got dominated by a bottom five team in the NHL yeah. in the first 30 minutes of the game. And I mean, they they made a comeback effort. We shouldn't say that it was sixty minutes mm. of pure unadulterated awfulness. I mean, it's just we we. It wouldn't be fair to say that that didn't happen.
1: It doesn't matter when you're playing a team right. That bad, that, like, I agree with get, that. You get no points.
2: You you lose no further points. Is the way that I would get it. Like you're you you got the F minus. It's not an F minus minus. F-, you know. Fine.
1: That's fine. Uh, let's leave it at that. Um, it was an, a horrible performance. What I care most about is where did you go for your stuff crust pizza? Not stuff crust. Oh, um,
2: no, no. Fucking pizza Hut, pizza. Alex. Jesus Christ! That's not real pizza. New York, New York style or nothing.
0: You you're forget just, how spoiled I was to live there. Whoa. you're just fucking wrong. Oh, whoa whoa whoa,
1: whoa, whoa, whoa! You're just wrong. Whoa,
0: TJ, TJ, TJ. Need I remind
1: uh, you where I lived before Florida? Need the uh, suburbs of Illinois. Not even that. Need we remind you who the fat people are on this podcast? The authority on what is and is not good pizza is the two of us. Not you, Mr. Goes to the Gym at 11.30 p.m. Not anymore. I never go.
2: Like, I'm a lazy sack of shit. But I'm going to go tonight just because you said that. No, you're not. You have to edit a podcast. (laughs) I'm going to edit it after that because I'm a psycho. (laughs) Um. Yeah, but I
0: have lived in New York and Chicago. And that's true. You have lived in New York. I while I that. do not, well, while I, it's much more common that I will order a, a normal New York style pizza. Do not ever say to my face again that Chicago style pizza is not real pizza. Yeah, It's not real pizza, though. It's Wrong. pizza style.
1: Right. I will kill you. I will murder I you. I it's will not. murder you. It's I will not. fucking end you.
2: Look, just because it's not real pizza doesn't mean it's not good. That's it's just, just false pizza style dining. All right, I'm are we really sure are
0: we really about to have?
1: Yes, we're having this a discussion. food
0: etymology discussion. What is a pizza? We need to do a poll. We'll do a poll, and we'll see how many
2: people agree with the two of you, and see how many people agree with me. Pizza has
1: four required ing- four required ingredients: a crust. Actually, three sauce and cheese. I prefer toppings to make it a fourth, but you need those three toppings. As long as you have those three toppings, and it is a legitimate pizza crust, you have pizza. This man has never heard of non-pizza with left
2: beef.
0: <laughs> the fuck is that? That is actually very true. None pizza with left will show beef you. is a real thing. I will show you. But uh, in a minute. Um, None pizza with left beef is... is a meme from the uh, from the early days of online ordering as a phenomenon. Got it.
1: So what I'm talking about is that Philly... there is a
2: Wikipedia page for not pizza with a lot
0: of people. I'm sorry.
2: I'm sorry, Alex.
1: <laughs> that's <was> fine. <laughs> All right,
2: continue. Uh,
1: so when I'm talking to you, Philly, with your pizza that's just sauce and no cheese, that shit's not pizza. You need sauce, cheese, and a crust. Chicago-style pizza is a cracker-type crust a lot of sauce, and a lot of cheese. That is pizza. The only yes. primary differentiation
0: is the order Correct. of things.
1: However, you see it all the time where, like Papa John's, you go to Papa John's, the toppings are underneath the cheese. So if it if that's still pizza, even though it's not good well, pizza. I, yeah, okay, good. Even though it's not good pizza, it still quantifies as pizza. So, just because you change the order around doesn't mean it's not pizza.
0: I agree. TJ, your retort. I mean, Etymologically, is... what makes a pizza?
2: Alex, can you remind me again what, what you said the ingredients are? Crust, cheese, sauce. Okay, so is a meatball hoagie with cheese pizza?
0: That's not a crust. That's no, it's not a
1: legitimate pizza crust, exactly. What what makes it crust? Pizza crust, whether it's it's <laughs> it's pizza crust. Like you know it when you see it. This is porn here. <laughs> okay, see, I would disagree with it if it's
2: that thick, then it no longer becomes pizza. It's just my personal opinion. I'm not
0: gonna make the joke I want to make right now. You should but make just the know joke. that I'm coming for your throat with what's in my head. <laughs> Make the I'm, joke. Not gonna make the joke I'm not going to make the joke about that. I'm not going to make
2: the joke about coming for my throat.
0: I said four, not
2: down. I said four.
1: Okay, make I the know. joke. I need to hear no, the joke. No, Alex, I'll. Fine. <laughs> it's really mean. Here's why Chicago style crust counts because it's essentially a cracker crust. And if you go with thin style Chicago pizza, it's the same crust. They use the same dough. They just. Don't they cook it in a different pan and use less sauce. That's the only difference between thin-style Chicago pizza and deep-dish Chicago pizza.
0: PJ, what type of food would you consider Chicago-style deep-dish to be if not a pizza? And if you say pie, I will
2: murder you. It's not pie. It's casserole.
1: Oh, my God. I hate you. Casserole does not have a crust.
2: Uh, It's uh, pizza-style lasagna.
1: Still wrong. No, that's not how lasagna works.
0: Lasagna, yeah, it's not lasagna. Lasagna has the layers of noodles. There are right. multiple layers of crust in deep dish.
2: Is it really layers or is it just like the coating though?
0: There are not no layers.
2: This, not that this is really making it. In deep dish or lasagna? Like in lasagna. It's layers.
1: Yeah, lasagna the is. The proper layers.
0: lasagna is a layer of noodle, a layer of yeah. meat, sauce, and cheese, and then another layer of noodle, and then another layer of meat, sauce, cheese, and then another layer of noodle and yeah, I guess up right. you want to go.
2: Thinking of the Thinking of the lasagna that I've eaten it, it does match that description. Wait, though, does Chicago deep dish have layers of cheese?
0: No. It doesn't okay. have extra layer of crust.
1: Yeah, it's, that's it's for sure.
0: It's one layer of crust. And then deep, just,
1: yeah, deep cheese dish is and sauce. Crust, cheese, and then toppings, and then sauce.
0: There might be oh, a couple layers of cheese if you really. You're an abomination. Fuck off.
1: Yeah, under no circumstances is that an abomination. It's delicious.
0: I might be inclined to agree with you that there is
1: leeway to call it casserole. No, because casserole does not have a crust. Think it doesn't, ever... Casserole
0: doesn't have an edible crust. So if I put cheese
1: <laughs> in tomato
2: soup... <laughs> if I put cheese in tomato soup that I order from... I don't know if Panera does this. I know several places do. A bread
1: bowl, no. It is
2: a bread bowl
0: deep dish. No. <laughs>
2: if you put cheese in it, it meets the requirements.
0: No. Um. No, it doesn't. Why not? The bread bowl, and first of all, it isn't pizza dough. It's sourdough. Second of all, it encases everything a lot more directly. You can't, like, cut open a bread bowl and eat it like a piece of pizza. Sauce is not soup. Is also part of where I'm going to draw the line there.
2: I did specify tomato soup. Or wait, did I say tomato sauce? I meant to say tomato soup.
0: Well, then it's soup. If you pour tomato soup on a pizza dough, it's on a pizza crust. It's not a pizza. But that's not what we're saying. Somebody should try that though. That might be interesting. I don't think someone should try that. That sounds very stupid. You might as well just get a bread bowl.
2: Somebody, not
0: me. I'm not doing it. I mean, you don't have to do it.
2: Somebody no, that's no got. No
1: one
0: should.
2: Somebody that's got too much time on their hands. All right, we need to move on.
1: Do we? <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I think, that, I think I,
0: this is really compelling.
1: I mean, I'll start talking about is. the pizza pot pie you can get in Chicago. I think we've talked about okay. That before so on the uh
0: yeah, in
2: Chicago though. Speaking of food you can get there, they have Nando's in Chicago, which I did not know until I was in Chicago, and I love Nando's, so that was awesome. Nando's is this primarily British chicken chain. It's like Portuguese. Some people say Portuguese, some people say Peruvian. It's it's the peri peri. That's their famous uh sp- spices and and uh also in sauces, it's it's really good chicken. Basically, uh-huh. Jake, you know Nando's, right? I know of Nando's. Yes, it, it's very good. I had it when I was in London, and like I think it was 2018, and I was like this this slaps, as the kids say. And I, I had it again in 2023 in Chicago, and I went to the Art Institute. I saw several famous paintings. I did. You know, I saw the Ferris Bueller painting, and uh, then I came back. Quick trip, nice trip. Too bad they lost.
1: Yeah. All right. We already talked about Columbus. Best 15 minutes of the season, followed by the worst 40 minutes of the season, followed by a good five minutes. Yeah. Speaking of the
2: Columbus, <laughs> uh, everybody should go check out the episode from from uh, Tuesday of Locked on Panthers. Armando was kind enough to invite me on to discuss that game, so I will not say anything more about it because I said everything there is to say about it in that episode.
1: Oh, um uh, the only again, uh shout out to Aaron Portsline battling kidney disease. Hope you get that kidney soon. We're all thinking about you. Prayers up, man.
2: Tonight, Ovi's washed, guys. Yeah, it's o- really apparent. Like also this this team, this Capitals team, I took the over on them and that was a mistake there.
1: Yeah, I think I did too.
2: raft of talents, and it's so noticeable. And like i I I'm not really sure why the Panthers struggle so much against a team that look that bad.
1: Yeah, I don't understand it either. I, I'm 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 down on that Blackhawks team. They're just not I'm not sorry, not Blackhawks. Um, Capitals Capitals team. They're not very good. No. Back it sucks that Backstrom's out for the year in terms of it yeah. sucks for him, but like that's assuming he's going to LTI Armit, that's that's some good money they're getting back. Oh yeah, uh, um.
2: But like, what can they even do with it? Yeah, it's by gonna the, be
1: tough. By the way, I am now up my free hundred dollar bet. Just hit Panthers and uh, Heat. Heat parlay, so one hundred into three twenty five. Thank you, thank you. How much did the
2: Heat end up winning by? Uh, six. Okay, so you didn't quite sweat it out the way that you would have if it was Monday's two Heat Panthers games were both. One by one, Panthers winning it overtime like they did tonight, yeah. and uh, the Heat ended up winning by one point because um, Cam Reddish bricks a three at the buzzer. Which, yeah. by the way, as soon as I heard Reddish, I was like, "Oh, ball game! We get th- we <laughs> got the dub! We got
1: the dub!" Uh, but yes, gam- gambling for uh, entertainment purposes only pays, even though it's no longer entertainment purposes. Because I'm gambling again. We're back. Um. Oh, I know I said on Alex. Twitter
2: that I was
0: either going to lose my life savings or retire by 40, but in reality I am not one for gambling and will probably not make use of this. So just yeah. so you're just so you're all aware, my Twitter persona is just that, a persona, it is a lie. Uh it is not indicative of who I really am. As a, I'm just kidding other than the occasional joke. No, I'll be definitely I'll definitely be gambling. Yeah, you for sure will be. I made a great joke about it, but I do not actually intend to gamble. My yeah. the joke I made
2: on Twitter is that I'll be gambling until I use lose ten units. Which uh, spoiler, uh, a unit for me is going to be ten dollars. So once so I lose, you're $100, done. Get,
0: you're done in night one.
2: <laughs> no, that was the bonus bet. I still get. I still get that, but um, I'll talk about it more later. It's not going to be interesting for the podcast.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I will not be betting that much. Anymore. This was just hey, you get a free hundred dollar bonus bet. So I took a swing on a parlay and it hit. Now yes, 50-50 so far, but I have not yet voted. On 24 votes, it's 50-50. Wow. 12 on the plus long. side,
0: everyone agrees that a bread bowl is not the <laughs> That is unanimously <laughs> no at the moment. Uh let's talk about Mike Riley. Yeah. Okay.
2: Uh so He came in to the Columbus game. That was his first appearance, but this was another appearance for Mike Riley, his first two in the lineup for the Panthers. Game one against the Blackhawks. Him and Mahura struggled most of the game. Didn't give up a goal, but like generally the Blackhawks had the better of the play when they were on the ice. They couldn't really make too much of a positive impact. Game two, Riley was having a good game and ended up having a strong numerical, you know, shot metrics, expected goal metrics game, but there was one bad moment.
0: Yeah. It did lead to a goal against, but you can't really, like, you can't judge. TJ and I were talking about this during the game. You can't judge defensemen for what happens with the goalie. Uh, Not Mm -hmm. that Bob did anything wrong on that play. That was just... I mean, Mike I, Riley made a horrible, horrible play and it did lead to a goal. Um, but yeah, nobody I mean,
2: remembers that if, if Bob makes a save, right, that's point.
0: that's the point. I'm not sure I agree with that. Honestly, people look at turnovers and that might be for the wrong reasons or they might draw the wrong conclusions from it rather. um, But that was, that was a particularly egregious turnover that led to a very high XG opportunity. Um. Uh, I beat the drum for Mike Riley a lot over the last couple of years, not even just this summer. Like at trade deadlines, I have said Mike Riley should be the guy. Uh, I'm two, two games is a very tough sample size to make a judgment call on, but it's been two games that the Panthers should have utterly dominated that took to overtime. Not to say that that has entirely been Mike Riley's fault. No, but he but had a
1: catastrophic error.
0: He has not looked good. He had one really, absolutely no. terrible game and one pretty good game with a couple of really bad plays.
2: Yeah, I mean, the thing that you would say in his defense is that, you know, this is, has been a three-game stretch where they have looked like that in yeah. in each game. It really hasn't looked different in any of the games you could certainly make the argument that, that the worst that they looked was in the game that Belinskis played in rather than him. This has been a stretch where they've been uncharacteristically bad. I mean, look, like the, the games that came before this stretch, there were only nine of them, I think. So what can you really say about nine games? Like, yeah, maybe it was just a false dawn, but they were like looking really good. And then all of a sudden these three three games happen and they're not, they're not looking really good. The thing that I would say is is that I think that the three of the three bottom defensemen, Balenskis, Mahura, and Riley, all probably should sit in certain games going down the stretch yeah. in unless Mike Riley just continues to make one mistake like that every game. Because right now I'm just gonna operate under the assumption that it was one mistake and that like it's two seconds of I don't know how much ice time he played, but let's say he played 13 minutes. It's two seconds of 13 minutes. You can't judge him based on that because the rest of those minutes, yeah, were better than Columbus at least. Like he was numerically just one of their better players tonight. Like that's not me giving an opinion. It's just a fact that you can you can you know say that. You can, you can say that that doesn't indicate actually how well he played. It's more, you know, circumstance, luck. He, maybe he was sheltered. It. I mean, the thing is that the Panthers had better opportunities than their opponents when he was on the ice in general. Yeah. Uh,
1: the reality is like, and I kind of want to shift this to a conversation about the overall team defense. The overall team defense has been very good. Yeah. Um. They are, the defense itself is, not only surviving, it's thriving without Montour and Ekblad. Now Mont- Montour specifically is not a great defensive player, so you would expect the team defense to drop a bit in exchange for a lot more offense. But like, this has been a best case scenario in terms of the defense for the Panthers that we you know saw in the beginning of the season. I know I don't know if we've talked about OEL in, recently because I've, I've missed the last couple podcasts with you guys and. Shamefully, I haven't had time to listen, um, but he's been very good. You have a legitimate pairing in Forsling OEL that you have to consider keeping together when Montour and Ekblad are back, which supposedly is going to be a lot sooner rather than later. Yeah, that's the other thing,
0: that Ekblad and Montour are practicing. Non-contact, but they're practicing. Um, they, I think they're now expected back like sometime around Thanksgiving. Probably after Thanksgiving, but around um, Thanksgiving.
2: Yeah. I mean, the direct quote that Maurice gave was that, like, they're in play starting after the California trip. The first game after the California trip being Monday, November 20th against the Edmonton Oilers, which uh, <laughs> will be very interesting for a
0: variety of reasons. Uh, yeah. But while, while, while their top two defensemen have been out, Panthers are sitting eighth in the league in Corsi against per sixty minutes, seventh in expected goals against per sixty minutes. That's good. That's that's really good to be sitting that strong defensively. Yeah, without your top two defensemen. Yeah, the bad um, news is um they're undoing a lot of that in the last three games. So, true. But that also does beg the question: Who comes out? When both of them are back, obviously that rotating spot that's now held both Belinskis and Riley probably comes out, but someone else also has to come out. My gut right now says that it's Josh Mahara. It is like, I yeah. don't even really
2: know if it's just gut. I like if you look at objectively how the defense has performed, Kulikov has been a lot better than yeah. all three of them. I would have before the season. I would have
0: expected Kulikov to be the answer to that question. Yeah, but he's been very good. Yeah, he he has been too good to take out. That's which, by the way, that's what Bill Zito wanted. He wasn't trying to find stop gaps that would just be easy to say. All right, this these guys come out once Ekblad are healthy. Zito was looking for competition. The best case scenario here is that it becomes difficult to remove the additions. It's exactly what you want.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, of course you want to sign good players. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, you also have to remember roster, con- like roster construction matters. You need to be able, you're going to have to send guys down. Cause once uh, Ekblad and Montor come off LTIR, you're not going to have room for all 23. So. Unfortunately, oh- I think that means bye-bye to Mike Riley. Yeah, right now, Bel- I mean, Belinskis is um, waiver exempt, so you can send him down. And then oh, nice, it- and then it becomes Mahura or uh, Riley or who's going to stay and who's going to be the seventh defenseman. And right now, I think that's Mike Riley is the one who gets. They're not going to
2: waive Josh Mahura. That's not no, happening.
1: They're not. He's had a slow start to the season, but he proved enough last year where you do not make him waiver eligible because he gets claimed.
0: Josh right. Maher- I mean he Mike Riley might
1: also get claimed. Yeah. He but, hasn't before. But, but he, he also was also knowledge. making more money. Yeah. Right. Mike Riley might get claimed. But if you to- if you ask me right now, who would you rather lose, it's Mike Riley. Yeah. I, I, we, we've all you you especially banged the drum for him for years, but you know, Josh Maher was very good in his role last year for the Panthers. Yeah. He's proven more with this organization. He's the guy you want to lose less. Yeah. He's also younger. Five years younger. That too. Uh, Mike riley has
2: got no more growing to do. I mean, maybe like growing into the system, but beyond that, like he is what he is as a player and is not going to really change.
1: Yeah. Uh. Do we want a quick speculation on what you think the pairings are going to be once Montour and Eckblad are back or not yet? I just, Blender, I, uh,
0: yeah, I'm not sure if that's really worth it right now. I mean, too far off. All right. Kulikov I just think probably they're stays together, but the other four could really be any any combination. See, except, keep o- except Montour or OEL. O- that is so, one combination that I really don't want to see.
2: And I don't think
1: they're going to do. See, I'd keep OEL Forsling together. The pairings were working. Why would you mix it up? As we go into a conversation, we said we weren't going to do. So us.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think it's worth speculating, but here's what we all think.
1: <laughs> as we lose, CJ, it
0: um, was frozen. Yeah. No, that's my fault for even starting the conversation by saying that Kulikov, Mikula should stay together. I think that like Kulikov, Mikula, by all accounts, I think would be like, that's a good third pairing. They've been good enough as a second pairing that they would be good as a third. Yeah, and they started off so poorly, too. Yeah, that was always going to be the pairing that it was going to be easiest to to criticize. Oh, yeah. But then they didn't do anything worthy of significant critique, and they have only improved. Yeah. Um,
1: Yeah. Uh, And honestly, like there's nothing to critique on the defensive unit right now. I mean, are they carrying the offensive play as much as they as it did last year? No, but again, your two play. Gee, I wonder why. (laughs) Right, your two play drivers are on injured reserve, and that's also why the Panthers' xG four has been so low this year. They've been, you know, they've been playing a lot more conservative to help their defense. I mean, they are down. Arguably, their top two defensemen are first and third, depending on. How you consider links two-way play compared to Montour's essentially offense-only play. But you're missing your two best defensemen or your first and third best defensemen. And not only are you treading water, you're at a 625-point percentage uh, and, th- and and doing pretty well. That's
2: pretty much like right on 100-point pace, right? I can't uh, do the math right now.
1: Hold on. All right, I'll do it. Fuck it. That's what I was... Yes. 102. Yeah. So, okay. So you're playing at a 102 point pace. Um, The schedule hasn't been that difficult in the sense of, you know, they haven't really had to play the best teams from the Metro yet uh, outside of New Jersey. And right, who they beat. But
0: like, (laughs) I don't even know who's good,
2: man. This year is a little bit
0: bizarre. Not to like jinx anything, but are the Panthers currently undefeated against the Metro? Well, I think they've only played one game or two games, three games, three now, and uh, yeah. they've beaten all three teams. Yeah. Three and oh, two. That's fun. Wins. Okay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know what that means? Friday, they're simply going to win because that's what they do against this division.
0: Yeah, clearly. The hurricanes definitely won't be out for blood for any reason. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. But you know. I, also, I, I, to that end, I think this is, uh, this is actually somewhere where I think we can very objectively and quantifiably give credit to Paul Maurice. Like it's, it's hard to truly quantify the impact of a coach in a lot of ways, but the fact that he has, that he was able to recognize the changes necessary uh, in order to account for Ekblad Montour being injured and adapt accordingly and create a team that is currently sitting third in the best division in the league. And on a hundred and two mm. point base, like I do want to talk about what you just said. Best division in the league.
2: A little bit later, we'll get there. Yeah, I said specific. I'll murder you.
0: Um, no, I think TJ would say the Metro. Um uh, That's the Western Conference well, is not the best. What, what are
2: the other divisions? Because at this point, they might all be better. I mean, no. I'll talk
0: about it later. But it's 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 not an easy place to play. The Atlantic. And Paul Maurice has coached this team into third in the division on a hundred and two point pace, missing its top two defensemen. And that and is something that coaching has to do. They're doing it with defense on most nights, too. Right. It's not that is a Paul Maurice impact directly.
2: Not not outscoring their problems, which is so weird because you remember his Jets teams. What was their reputa- reputation? They would outscore their problems. Yeah. Or I guess they he's would counter and their problems. I guess, yeah. But, yeah, but he doesn't yeah, have he, the team
1: to outscore his problems right now.
2: Right. I mean, I think that he does if he wanted to.
1: No, not with this defensive group. You need you need puck moving defensemen.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. That's probably why Mike Riley is not uh, such a fit for this system. Although, like, you need yeah, puck that's moving true. defensemen. You need puck moving defensemen no matter what. Um I think if they started playing better, maybe he'd have a more insulated environment because just he's been inserted into this stretch where they've just been bad everywhere. And it's not just when he's on the ice. Like they gave up four goals against Columbus and he was not on the ice for any of them. No. Uh, but Balencius has been good. You really can't like complain if he gets back in there.
1: Yeah, there's there is no Mark Stahl right now who is just killing right. you night in and night out. Um, yeah, the, all the moves. If by there is, Zito it work. would
2: be a forward. It would be like a. <laughs> it would be like um, Stephen Lawrence.
1: Oh, okay. I was gonna say, I thought you were gonna do a Lund- make a Lundell Con.
2: No, I mean Lundell has yeah. been very disappointing, but it's not like he's been Mark Stahl. Yeah.
1: Um, do we want to talk Patty Kane at all? There's nothing to talk um, about, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, I, I I kind of feel like we should allude to it because people will want to hear about it. Like, did I miss know, something? Yeah, there was an article today by um, ah. what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Which one from the Athletic. Chris Johnston. Yes, mm-hmm. Chris Johnston wrote an article today. That he put five teams out there. Basically, the idea of the article was here are here are the teams that leak sources believe he could end up with who knows if they actually like have intel or just kind of like connecting dots. Right. If I had to guess it would be the latter, unfortunately. But um
0: well I mean CJ doesn't speculate generally. Yeah, there's
1: been a lot of smoke linking the Panthers to Patrick Kane.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. The Panthers were one of the
2: five teams that he mentioned.
1: Yeah, yeah that doesn't surprise me.
0: Um but as much as I believe that chris johnson does not dabble in pure speculation i just think that that's such a kind of tired narrative at this point Kane to the panthers and maybe it happens but i don't know i i i'd be fine with it i think i don't think i would pop bottles and celebrate and plan a parade just because we signed patrick kane at 30 whatever years old
1: no he is not the patrick kane of even three years ago and he's coming off hip resurfacing which We just saw Nicholas Baxter essentially say, "Hey, I'm done. I can't do this anymore." Yeah, after a hip resurfacing surgery. Look, you get league men for a first ballot Hall of Famer. Cool, right? And and that's the next thing that we that has to be discussed. He'd have to play for league men to be on the Panthers, even if he wants two million dollars. You can't fit it under the cap, so he's got to be willing to pay for play for. Although, I mean, mid-season cap math is fucking. Yeah, haven't they?
2: Haven't they? Haven't they been accumulating space no. because of how little they spent
1: no they had to they had to use going to l t i r oh, oh man so yeah
2: well i mean i like i think the hockey stats nerd thing to
0: say here would be well you defense is so bad that like I don't know why they you would shelter him and put him on a power play and call it a day like you're not yeah like if you're signing 34 year old Patrick Kane you're not doing it because he's a stalwart defender
2: yeah yeah like, and I mean you know what you're
0: getting out of him
2: <laughs> the brain the brain isn't going right now like I mean eventually it will probably be sl- much slower than it once was but that's it's not going to happen as quickly as it does with the feet.
0: Yeah. And, and for the record, he'll be 35 before he puts on an NHL jersey this season.
2: Yeah, I don't know like if this is the team for him. Though like I maybe like some other team would be a better fit.
0: That's that's really just vibes based though, honestly. I have I have I didn't read the CJ article and I have absolutely nothing to back this up, but I do have one team in mind that would actually be really funny to see him go to and also seems like he would be kind of a stylistic fit who wouldn't detract from what they already do Jake, and would Jake, only Jake. add
2: say what team you're talking about on the count of three. One, two, three,
0: Detroit. Minnesota.
1: Buffalo
2: oh. I thought you were going to say Detroit clearly
0: Detroit's not going for it Minnesota. Detroit's is. on the list that's interesting. I, I don't think he would go for a fringe team like that. I know they're in a playoffs for, for all intents and purposes, but like See, a fringe team.
2: I, Minnesota's also a fringe team. Oh right wow. Now.
0: I have not looked at the Western Conference standings. Yeah,
2: Minnesota's That is
1: not, surprising to yeah, me. Yeah, Minnesota's struggling this year. They're 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 struggling with their goaltending right now. Yeah, it's
2: it's not surprising. I'm a little bit surprised that Gustafson hasn't been good. Are you, like, did
1: you just
0: say that Minnesota's been struggling with their goaltending after that first game they fucking I know. up against us?
1: I know it's been That's very. That's so it, frustrating. Yep, Terry um, on.
2: But like, it's not surprising in general that a team which has ten million dollars, the fucking dollars Ducks lower, are in a wild card spot. God, the beginning of the season PDO, is hilarious. PDO, yeah. the, the PDO, the, everybody's uh, oh. everybody's at the Ducks. Everybody's up on the like we'll, Canucks. We'll, we'll, yeah, let's
1: go with the Canucks. Let's, let's spend thirty seconds there.
2: Here's a, here's another team people aren't talking about, mainly because they just won the Stanley Cup, but the Golden Knights are like 27th in the yeah. league in five five-on-five Corsi. Now, a huge part of that is that they have been ahead for so many of their minutes. Uh, they're, But they're still kind of a middling team when they're tied. The Canucks are a better possession team right now than the Golden Knights.
0: Who are the other teams in the article, just out of curiosity?
2: Rangers, Sabres, Red Wings... Rangers, Panthers, Sabers,
0: Red Wings, Panthers.
2: Who's the last one? Um, I'll, I'll get, I'll get it to you. Yeah, uh, but I gotta
0: look up the article. Was it Detroit? You I wait. Detroit, we already said true. Red Wings. Yeah. All right, whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe he goes to Boston.
1: They've I, got cap space. My my prediction for Patrick Kane <laughs> is he is going to go to a location that is fun, whether it be back to New York, South Florida, Vegas. um, That's where he's going to, he is not going to play in Minnesota or Detroit. Honestly, the
0: biggest reason I would detract from set for uh, retract, rather saying that he would go to Minnesota is just for being a Blackhawk for as long as he was. I feel like he developed a disdain for the wild. Eh. There were a lot of playoff series between Chicago and Minnesota. Chicago won most of them. The 15 on the list is the Leafs. I,
2: I kind of doubt that's sincere. I kind of think that's just Johnston. Like he's been in the Toronto media
0: so long. Yeah. L- like, let's talk about the TJ. Leafs. That's that's for clicks. Let, yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. Though. That's <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying. Um,
2: I want to go back to Alex. You you said talk about the Leafs. I'm going to go back to what I was saying about the Atlantic Division. I just I don't know about this division anymore. Like. Um the Bruins are 14th in the league in five on five expected goals. That's right around where the Panthers are after this recent stretch of very bad games. But right before that, they were in the top ten pretty comfortably. And Toronto's 23rd and Tampa's 25th in the third-two team league and in five on five expected goals. These are all teams that we're used to being legitimate cup contenders. And right now, Bruins look like a playoff team that could win their first round series, could lose it, and isn't going any further than second. But um
0: the Panthers the Leafs... currently lead the Atlantic division in Corsi 4 percentage. Interesting.
2: Yeah, I mean this this division right now, though, like when we're talking about the the other teams, nobody has really stepped up and been very good either. Like the Red Wings have a good offense, but they don't control the run of the play in the games that they're, you know, that they're playing, obviously yeah they, you know, that they, they have great shooters and some of their goalie, their goalies can definitely steal games here and there. Um, you know, Reimer's a little bit inconsistent and uh, what's his name? Billy Huso. I like Billy Huso, but you're not necessarily shocked if he doesn't turn in a, Vesna caliber performance on a given night. And Buffalo has not been what they were last year, which is really disappointing because they were very fun, even if they weren't always very good. And, you know, I like I said, Toronto, Tampa have both just been below average teams, no matter how you want to put it. They've been below average.
0: Toronto's Toronto not going to
2: stay this bad,
0: though. I don't know, man. I I really don't think they are. It would be funny. It would be really funny if Toronto stayed this bad.
2: I mean, I just... something's
0: something's got to change. Like
2: you you, ne- you wouldn't necessarily bet against it changing. But the yeah. way things are going right now, it's not a matter of just things clicking into position like they would for say the Oilers. The Oilers yeah, are controlling the games they're playing in. And it's not even anyway. that they Yeah, it's it's not even that they're like giving up the first goal of the game very early on and just playing the rest of the games from behind too. Like they tend to choke second, third periods of games, yeah. which is really just, there's no good explanation for it beyond goaltending.
0: I'm so excited for the Sharks Oilers game just for the sheer fact that someone has to win it. The Leafs have actually spent more time losing this year than the Oilers. Now they have played two more games. So that explains.
2: That's also it. a
0: weird stat, and you also have to consider competition. I don't know exactly who both teams have played, but if you're looking like at a stat like that this early on, especially, you really have to consider who those games have been against.
2: It it, it takes the um, the Corsi possession stats into context, but you're right; strength of schedule does matter here. Um, the Lightning are also in the top half of most minutes spent trailing this uh-huh. year frauds and the Panthers are down 21st Bruins in 32nd that naturally probably really the team with two
0: total losses hasn't
2: been trailing that probably explains some of their bad possession stats to be completely fair but I mean yeah they absolutely deserve to get beaten by the Panthers on Monday didn't happen Panthers probably should have dropped one of these last two games didn't happen NHL is weird sometimes. We've talked about it for the entire history of this podcast, basically. What are you going to
1: do? the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah,
2: yeah, I mean, Vancouver, there was an interesting conversation about it on the PDO cast a couple of days ago with uh, old uh, Florida Panthers, what would you call them, executive? I don't know if that's right. the right word. Old Florida Panthers PR director, something like that.
1: If it's trans, it's director of PR.
2: Yeah. Tom Strantz and Philipovich uh, talking about it. And, you know, they're, they're pretty much right that it's not going to keep up like this, but if you believe in Pedersen, you believe in Hughes, you believe in Demko. I big believe in Quinn Hughes. And I big believe in Pedersen. Not sure if I believe in Demko to this extent, like Demko is just not going to be this good the rest of the year. Like, like no one can be this good. It. That this simply was
1: 2 years ago
2: level yeah and then plus 10 extra save percentage points right like this is dominic Kashik if he drank a red bull before the game
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, 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 They're all of their analytics are like bottom 5 in the nhl but their shooting percentage like 5, five on 5 is a, like absurd 14% right now their goaltending is getting like a nine fifty. It's 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 the most insane shooting and goalie bender we've ever seen to start a season. They're gonna regress. The problem, and I don't want to say problems, like whether or not the Canucks make the playoffs, like that doesn't matter to us really. It's the Western Conference, but like if you bank enough points early in the season on a bender, you can play five hundred hockey the rest of the year and make it to the playoffs as a fraud. Sound familiar, 2015, 2016 for Panthers?
2: Yeah. I mean, this is kind of what that's looking like if Barkov was three years older at the time and, like, had rounded into being an elite player. Right. Ekblad was kind of playing like Hughes is. I mean, Hughes has been unbelievable. But I, I kind of think that's part of the thing that's going to inevitably fall off. Uh, but the, the West is very strange. I would be very surprised at this point if they don't make the playoffs because... Like who who do I trust to usurp them? Definitely not like St. Louis. I think Calgary's been horrible. Like Edmonton will get up there, Um, but like a a bunch of teams are going to have to pass them for them to miss the playoffs. And I think the Kings are going to pass them, and I think that the Oilers are going to pass them, and I think the Stars are going to pass them, and the Avalanche are definitely going to pass them, but. It's not going to be
1: enough. That's another weird start. Oilers, like, what is going on with them?
2: Yeah, Jack Campbell just passed through
1: waivers. Like, in the last two years,
2: (sighs) he's both been on an all-star team and on waivers. Goaltending in the NHL explained in a nutshell.
1: Yeah. I mean, that that was a bad contract the second it was signed. Everyone knew it. Um, Edmonton did it anyway. Back to Toronto. Really?
0: Ken Holland
1: signed a goalie yeah. to an
0: inflated contract. Yeah. Ken Holland. No way. The, the contrarian okay.
2: Toronto media, the way that they always treated Dubas, they always tried to find why what he was doing was the wrong thing to do. And like, they wanted to make this Leafs team out to be like fatally flawed for whatever reason. And the chickens have totally come home to roost because Brad tree living in his first off season, other than extending Matthews, because getting that done is just inherently great business to have an elite player like that locked yeah. up for a few years. Everything he touched turned to complete and total shit. Like, what I don't know, man. awful offseason.
0: Didn't, didn't you see Leafs Nation planning the parade over Tyler Bertuzzi's first even-strength goal of the season? When was that? Was that tonight? Yeah. <laughs> uh, by,
2: by the way, Sam Reinhardt scored his ninth of the season tonight. Two nine times as many. Sorry, go ahead, Alex. To be uh, fair, it was only, it
0: was his first
1: even strength goal, not his first goal. Okay. To be fair, you guys are supposed to sing to be fair. Come on, you guys need to watch Letter Kenny. This to is be bullshit. fair. Um we all thought the Leafs had a fantastic offseason outside of the Ryan Reeves and John Klingberg signings, which we all thought didn't make sense. Yeah. But like Todd Bertuzzi or Tyler Bertuzzi's done nothing. Uh, Max Domi has done nothing. I wasn't a fan of that signing. It, it was fine, but like, it wasn't a bad signing, but it wasn't like. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to be this right. bad. But like, ty- like getting Tyler Bertuzzi wasn't everyone thought was a great signing. We desperately wanted the Panthers to find some cap space to bring in Tyler Bertuzzi. I didn't. I
0: thought the Klingberg signing. I was very vocally on the Orlov over Bertuzzi train.
1: Okay. that That's a different story. We all said Orlov <laughs> first, who hasn't been good either. True. Like all that the, we'll have to
2: investigate. Go
1: ahead. All of the the so the the signings that we thought around the NHL were just really smart signings. They haven't panned out. Bertuzzi hasn't panned out. Orlov hasn't panned out. Um, it's it was a really weird offseason. The ones that panned out somehow were all the ones that Bill Zito did,
0: which we expected. At least two of us.
1: I mean, <laughs> has Z
2: has, has been frustrating for you guys though the last few games? I mean, still, he's making
1: like four million. He not already really. has a four-point game. Yeah. Like No. Uh, you're getting exactly what you want out of Heaven Rod Rodriguez. Now, should he be on PP1? That I don't know. Um, I never understood that one. He won't be once that Glad is back. Well, I don't think he's on. I think he's Also, yeah, no, that. he got
0: he got he got bumped for Carter
2: Verhage. Right. I think but, that like, he's not long for Ekblad's not long for PP one either, the way that OEL is playing.
0: They could both. I, I, I don't I think the, they should. The two defensemen power play is kind of going by the wayside, but when one of your defensemen is just your half-wall trigger man, I think it's all right. Yeah. I think people have the idea that
2: when a defenseman have a lot has a lot of points, that it must be because he's really good on the power play. This applies to some guys, but like Eric Carlson, throughout his career has not been particularly effective on the power play. He's he sure a five-on-five five killer. And I think that describes Brandon Montour also. No. I don't think that he's been all that great on the power play. I mean, he's been certainly good enough. I think he's been good, yeah. But I think it'll be interesting to see OEL against him because OEL, I think, has done his best work as a Panther on the power play, even if though they're not seeming to convert those chances. He's creating them. Not his yeah. fault they're not putting them putting them away. He, they I, should be I doing think that.
0: you go OEL as the quarterback on power play one with Ekblad on the left half wall, and I, then the Montour runs your second unit. I think that
2: it's just I don't I don't want Ekblad there. I just don't. Why? I mean,
0: he's so he, good in that
2: spot, but he's not. Yes, he is.
0: Dude, has got to do cannon, in that spot? Man.
2: What did he do in that spot last year? Nothing. Score goals? No, he didn't. He didn't score very many goals. I want Especially on, on the power play,
1: I want PP one. I want him on PP one just because the over on shots for Ekblad always hits entertainment. <laughs> yeah, there the you zone. go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah.
2: Him and Matthew Kachuk get the parlay going. Although Matthew Kachuk was brutal tonight for some reason. Like, what's going on?
1: He's Actually, a, I thought he was really good on Monday, but he's had an interesting start to the season. I don't. I don't want to get into Matthew Kachuk just because I think we're all in the same boat that he'll get it together, but. I, Can I segue us to Jonathan Huberto? Oh, boy. Yes, you can. All right. So, Jonathan Huberto very, very loudly was benched in the third period of their 4-2 win last night. He sure was. I know
2: exactly what happened because I had money on the Nashville Predators, who were leading 2-1 coming into the third period. And then Huberto was benched for the entire third period. Alex continued telling us what happened.
1: And the and the Flames won four to two. They and it was very loud. There's a ton of pictures of Huberto head buried in his hands with the graphic underneath uh, him saying zero shifts in the third period. It's not working for him in Calgary. It didn't work under Suter. It's not working under whoever their new coach is. It's bad. Is it Craig
2: Conroy? Who knows? Yes, it doesn't it matter. Yes. Okay, Craig
1: Conroy. It's not working, and I we all kind of said immediately when that contract got announced, eight times ten point five. Oh, this is going to age horribly. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's that contract is why we were happy that that trade happened, or at least one of the reasons. No, it's not. No, it's it, not. It certainly is one of the reasons that I was happy about it. It Are was you all kidding me. We were. It. We no, it was, no, all it was not. For me. All for three me. of us. All three for of us me. were entirely on board. The. the don't resign Jonathan Huber train to what he's going to ask for. Yeah, I was gonna say. we were totally all saying that prior to that trade.
2: I mean, yeah. I was kind of resigned to the idea that because he had like, what was it, like 130 points, that it just wasn't realistic that he wasn't going to get resigned. But before then, yes, totally.
1: Either way, it's not working out in Calgary. That's now just like, you know, Bobrovsky for the Panthers. It became an albatross right away. Um, I only want to talk about it because Panther fans are talking about it. Um, Ignoring the fact that there is 0.0% chance that Calgary is going to retain $5 million for the next eight years. And also ignoring the salary cap implications that they can't afford Jonathan Huberto at $5 million right now. Um, Would you take Jonathan Huberto back on the Panthers? at five million dollars for the next eight years
0: you know i tweeted about it um but realistically no not for eight years if we could just have him at that contract for like the next three years i would
1: but i i
0: would not want i would not want half of that contract on the books for eight years the way it's going so far yeah well the good news is that uh
2: it looks like Mackenzie Weaker is still playing pretty well. He's got 57% on ice Corsi and
0: 54.8% uh, on ice expected goals. By the way, TJ, I just need to dunk on you for a quick second. Uh, I ran a little report here uh, of looking at all defensemen in the NHL on the power play since 2021. Uh, Aaron Ekblad ranks uh, – sorry, this is also filtered for anyone who has played at least 50 minutes on the power play – uh, Aaron Eckblad ranks fourth in IXG per 60 and fifth in goals per 60 among all NHL defensemen on the power play over the last three years. So he was much is, better before. What he does had Aaron Eckblad do on spray. the power play? He scores. What about last season alone? That's what I'm yeah, talking last about. Last season, he wasn't the best, but yeah, he is a shooting threat on the power play.
2: He hasn't been the same offensively since his high ankle.
0: Let him ran. come back. You still put him in that position to succeed. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But I think you start him there.
1: Alex, what do you think? I, well, I didn't get a chance to answer on Hooter So, yes, I would take him back even at eight years because you can always buy really? him out. Yeah. Yeah. You but can that buy buyout's going to be brutal. Not well. Then again, I guess it would mostly be brutal on Calgary.
0: Uh, never mind. I'm on board. Make that trade specifically so you can buy him out and fuck over Calgary. Wouldn't it be equal, like for both teams? I don't think so. I think the signing team
1: still takes most of the brunt. No, that's definitely no. not how it works. No, no, no. It would be five. Assuming there's no signing bonus money, which now I'm looking—that's at. probably not true.
2: But the signing bo- its
1: signing bonus money—really
2: just depends on the years,
1: right? Oh, 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 oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. There's nothing you can be. There's nothing to be done here. It is. It is eighty percent signing bonus money. Oh, so yeah, you're not buying that out. Sixty so, million. Sixty million of the eighty-four million dollar contract is signing bonus money. You're so not. are
2: you going to change your answer now
1: yeah you yes. can't <laughs> if if you buy him
0: out this year the cap those- hits it's eight million dollars in 24 and 25 10 in 26 and 27 8 and 28 10 in 29 5 in 2030 and then just under a million until 2038 yeah, but this that's is why one, Calgary's two, not three, gonna three, four, five, six, seven years. Yeah, you're stuck with the contract. You're, that's you... why
2: Calgary's not gonna blow it up because like it's it's just gonna happen naturally. Like, you can't do anything with that. Yeah. Uh to
1: to, uh, to give Calgary some hope, Jeff Skinner for two years looked like the worst contract in hockey. <laughs> and now it's Jonathan Huberto.
0: Have hope, Calgary fans. Now oh. you have the worst
1: contract in the NHL. <laughs> But I'm saying Jeff Skinner's revitalized his career, and while it's still not a great contract, it's not a terrible one. So, you want to
0: know what revitalized Jeff Skinner's career, though? Tate Thompson? Thompson? No. Rasmus Stalin. His goal song.
2: <laughs> there it is. Which last year, when he started to turn it around, I don't know if that's true, by the way. he Maybe he turned it around earlier. I don't was think Was Miley Cyrus's party in the USA?
0: Inspired choice.
2: Yeah, exactly. Fantastic it's part choice. of the reason that he's turning it around. Great song,
0: fantastic. Great song. Great song. Breaking free. That's that's what's making him. He he knows he needs to score because he needs everyone to hear that song. I'm I'm with you. Uh, if only the Sabers were a little bit better
2: because I picked them to finish third in the Atlantic. And right now, it seems more likely that the Panthers will be there, or
0: maybe even second.
1: Speaking uh, of Atlantic, guess who is last in the Atlantic? The Tonight's team that winners just beat, over the yeah
0: the team yeah. that just beat Toronto six to three,
2: Ottawa, uh, who spent a a couple of uh, maybe not a couple maybe it was longer than this but they were in last place in the Atlanta, in the in the Eastern Conference when the night began yeah, and that's not an accent that's There's not a, a weird quirk that's not luck that's they're, not a weird quirk
0: they are so still in last in the, in the conference by the way they're so
2: bad. In every way, they have bad goaltending, they have terrible possession stats.
0: To their credit, TJ Thomas Shabbat is injured, Shane Pinto isn't playing. Well, that's his fault, yeah. But uh, those yes. are all guys
1: who get hurt. Shabbat always misses time, Chickren always misses time, Norris always misses time. Like, they put all... is back. Like, this Stutzel's
0: been get... really good,
1: yeah.
2: Um... Of course, he's always going to be good, like, he's Stutzel.
1: I mean, goal differential is not everything, but it's kind of one of those weird stack quirks. As it's early in the season, the two last place teams in the Atlantic both have a positive goal differential: Ottawa at plus six and Pittsburgh at plus seven. That is not usually what you see from two last place teams.
2: But the Penguins are good. The Penguins will be fine. They have the best on i or they have the best expected goals at all situations in the entire league. They will be fine.
1: Yeah, they're yep. just not getting.
2: I guess unless unless Jari is is seriously injured and might miss significant. Jari I'm a little surprised that they good.
0: didn't take a flyer on Jack Campbell.
2: What do you mean? He's making five million dollars. Yeah, you.
0: you I, yeah, I know at that contract, it's tough to take it, but like they need a fucking goalie. They they just need like
2: some kind of voodoo reversal because just the the bad luck they've been getting this year is just totally. <laughs> incomprehensible, but that's a legitimately good team. The Senators suck. They're like 28th and expected goals. Let's not forget that Pittsburgh has Riley Smith. So as long as he's shooting 10% and not 4% this year, they'll go places.
0: (laughs) I'm curious about who the expiring goalies are. We don't have to make this a segment, but.
2: Real quick, the Sharks got their first win last night. Despite getting outshot 39
0: to 19 against the Carter Heartless, like
2: I mean they're going to get outshot <laughs> like that in every game.
1: Carter Heartless. <laughs> yeah, you have just got a feel for some of the guys on the team, like Claire Like, I know the Panthers didn't intend to ship him off to essentially Siberia, but like, I don't think anyone anticipated they were going to be this bad.
2: No, nobody's like the- ever been this bad. Yeah, since like nineteen ninety one.
1: Yeah, but he looks damn good in those green jerseys. I don't know what it is about Duclair in those green jerseys, but I'm just like, damn! Like that should be the cover of NHL twenty four. Yeah, he looks teal.
2: Excuse me. He looks good. He looks good. Uh, Who else looks good is Mackenzie Blackwood. Yet another good game, and I mean, he might have a bad save percentage, but just look at the amount of high danger chances, like slot scoring chances, et cetera, et cetera, that the Sharks are giving up. It's I got to
0: say Blackwood is probably on the target list for uh, for the Penguins. He might just be. He, he, he's expiring.
2: I've always liked him, and I thought that I was yeah. going to have to sell my stock at a significant loss, but I, I just just held on to enough of it that there's a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel for my Mackenzie Blackwood stock.
1: Oh, I, I know something I forgot
0: about. Francois St. Laurent officiated tonight. And the Panthers won. I also don't think there was any officiating that blatantly went against the Panthers tonight. There
2: were there were some missed calls. I I think that there were some missed
0: calls on both Nothing sides. Nothing game changing, honestly.
1: Well, the they won. The, they won. The, the Wilson one could have been game changing yeah, if John Congemi sure. wasn't a god with the offside challenge. Yeah, like, Panthers video been... team for heart. <laughs> yeah. There's no reason that
2: that sort of thing shouldn't be able to be reviewed as a missed game stoppage. I agree.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's honestly just frustrating because that was just such a blatant and obvious and honestly a dangerous trip. Like, yes, you know, we I'm not gonna make that, I'm not gonna make that comment. Just cut this out, TJ. Uh, but yeah, it was just such a blatantly obvious trip. Like, you can't miss that. And you but you know, puck don't lie, there was an offside anyway, so the goal didn't stand.
2: And... I thought Forsling got away with a trip in the final
1: minute of regulation. Oh, on Wilson? No. Wilson, they, Wilson grabbed Forsling first. I would have uh, to see it again. Like, at in the moment, it looked yeah. like he got away with a trip. In the moment, it looked like he got away with one. But if you watch it, Wilson makes the move, and then he swims with his glove, grabs Forsling by the jersey, and pulls to try and get even closer. So then Forsling reaches out as well. And that's why you see both of them raise their arm like, what the hell, ref? But like that was, in my opinion, and I know I'm biased, that's either a play on or they're both in the box for holding because Wilson 100% grabs Forsling and then Forsling grabs Wilson. So you either call both or you call neither. Yeah,
2: I think that's fair. I'll uh, assess that and uh, most likely come to the
1: same conclusion as you. Um, we've really got to land this plane, but what do you guys think of the three forwards at, at three forward lineup at uh, in Ot? I love it. Oh, it's working. yeah, totally. Yeah, why mess with what's working? Yep, I, I've I always don't...
0: been in favor of that, especially when
1: Barkoff you don't really
0: have right. Barkov is your best, is the best two way defenseman on the entire team, yeah. And yes, I said what I said,
1: yeah. What you about got...
0: Evan Rodriguez?
1: Your three best skaters should be on the ice to start OT. It does not yeah. matter what position they play. Three on three is all about speed and puck control. You want your three best players on the ice. It does not. I matter. think that
2: Keith is doing this in Toronto as well, and like the the Toronto media have been like gushing about it, which like it makes sense because it's working for them because you know if they yeah, put Larner, so Matthews games. you know well, <laughs> what about when I know no I know. in overtime, <laughs> and I mean before this year when their team kind of got nuked by the Boston pizza uh, nepotism, man. I, I, I don't, I don't, I actually, that's probably not fair to say that anything is going on. That's nepotism here because of like, what does Boston pizza have to do with the NHL? But it is, it is very w- weird. But yeah, true, true living has done a number on that team and uh, it, they, they suck. It, it's just, that's as simple as it is. They're not getting unlucky. They just suck.
1: I just watched the overtime winner again, and my God, what a beautiful set play! And then Reinhardt, you know, basically knocking the saucer pass from Barkov out of the air, perfectly containing it, and going in on the breakaway to end it. Just he took it off the boards. No, he didn't. He knocked it out of the air. Oh wait, no. Are you right. sure? You're right. You're right. It was off the boards. I'm sorry. I'm watching on my phone. You're right. It was off the boards, which is br- again brilliant by him. letting it go off the boards. And then buried it. You're right. I yeah. was watching it on my phone, and it looked like he knocked it out of the air. I remember now watching it live. It was off the boards. Yep. Sure was. But
2: Sam Reinhardt, man, what a goat. Yep. Okay. Uh, um, wings in, land. Five stars. I don't know. Hard rock bet. bet hard rock bet. What are you talking yeah, about? There you go. Yeah. Where I'm going to lose every bet I make until I uh, am destitute. I hope not, because you have to pay half the rent. (laughs) And with that, we'll see you next week. No, we won't. This is a podcast. You'll hear us next week. Go Panthers.